Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Voice of Many podcast with your host, Yolanda, and co-host, Vanessa. Um, this afternoon, we have the privilege of having with us Miss Tif- Tiffany Harris. She is the owner, creator. She is the developer, the background of custom creations, but she's also a mother. And before we get into bringing Miss Tiffany on, we want to also let you know that everyone who has a successful business, it just does not happen overnight. There's always a story behind how they were able to develop this creation, how they were able to achieve their dream. So we're gonna let Miss Tiffany Harris um, tell a little bit about herself and just how she got to where she is today. Welcome, Miss Tiffany. How are you doing? Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. If you will, just tell everyone a little bit about yourself because there's a lot behind your story. Yes, ma'am. So my name is Tiffany Harris. I am the owner of Custom Creations Wholesale and Custom Creations LLC. I have three children, two girls and one boy, um, 14, 11, and soon to be six. And I am married to my wonderful husband, Brandon Harris. And I started this business actually because I was getting married. My husband proposed to me and immediately I got all giddy and excited like, oh gosh, I want to get invitations and I want someone to make shirts and everything needs to be customized and all that good stuff. But the prices from the people were astronomical. And I was just like, yeah, this can't be it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to purchase 150 invitations and the price tag on those was $1,200. And I said to myself, hmm, for that amount of money, I could probably figure out how to make this stuff myself. And that's Mm -hmm. where it began. I purchased this little cricket machine that said that I can make invitations from it. So I did. Lo and behold, I found out later on down the line that you can also make T-shirts with that same machine. Mm-hmm. And then it just went from there. I realized that making T-shirts with the cricket was not my up my alley. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. It was too much work. So then I found out about sublimation. And sublimation is a dye, a permanent dye um, process that you use to make T-shirts. So once I found out about sublimation, I realized... Well, this is way easier than what I was doing. So I decided to get into sublimation. But after I got into sublimation, I realized, "Mm, I don't know if I like all these steps that they have for this as well. So how can I fix this issue? Mm -hmm. So I decided to make my own product line that would eliminate those issues. So when you do when you're doing doing sublimation, you have to like use a, a specific type of shirt, like fabric, polyester. You have to um, lint roll the shirt. You have to do put parchment paper and butcher paper down so that the ink don't bleed through and go. To, and it was just too many steps f- to make one shirt. So I developed products that would allow you to eliminate all of those steps. Now with my products, all you need to do is print and press. So you can get a whole shirt done in 60 seconds. That's the type of 
work I, I'd rather do. Work smarter, not harder. So I developed those products. And once I developed those products, it took me maybe about two years to get people to realize that what I was saying was true and my products really worked and did what they said they were going to do. And now just this month is when I'm starting to really see that people are believing it and trying it and doing it. But yeah, um, I went to go do my taxes and I pulled up my profit and loss statement and it said I made over a million dollars. And I was like, yeah, this thing must be wrong. It's, it's impossible. There's no way. I, this is my first year. There's no way I made over a million dollars. And then I did. And that's how the book came into play. <laughs> wow. There's, that's, that's, that's amazing. Because just trying to get married led to your career. Just said that. Wow. I I got here by listening to God. Mm -hmm. God said, take this leap, take this step, move over here, pivot over this way. And from that, I I just listened. And it it was not, by, by no means was it easy at all. It was not easy. It still isn't easy. But I think that it's a lot easier now knowing that I actually touched the M. Like I I actually touched a million dollars. So it's like, okay, if I did that, then I can do it again. Mm -hmm. So now the goal is to continue to do it again and again and again. That's good. So with all of everything that went on and life being difficult in general, how were you able to keep your motivation going through those challenging times? Girl, that's a good question. So I'll start with a lot of prayer, a lot of tears, a lot of I quit, I give up, I can't do this. And the the difference with me is I will say out loud, I can't do this or I quit or I give up. But then in the midst, as soon as it leaves my mouth, I switch up and say, God, can you please help me? Mm -hmm. Tell me what I need to do. How can I fix this? How can I do this or that? So God told me to write a book. And the reason why, so I had always said I was going to write a book because my life was crazy from the beginning. And a lot of tumultuous things happened in my life. So I was already in my mind saying I should probably write a book about my life. But then when I began this business and I started to get thousands and thousands of followers, I started to realize, wow, these people, they really have some really legit issues. Like they need help. They need somebody to guide them or to help guide them down this path because they're talking about suicide. They're talking about selling all their products, selling all their equipment, their machines. I give up. You know, just basically throwing in the towel. And I know that I get to that point a lot, but I know that there's something that always reels me back in. So I figured maybe if I write a book and I, you know, tell people the things that I've never told anyone before, Mm -hmm. um, like my father was murdered. Um, My mom wasn't 
in my life and my siblings raised me. My mom was in and out, you know, different things that I don't believe that people know about me because I don't share it. So now that I'm talking about it in the book, it will allow them to see all the things that I went through in my in my life and how I managed to turn that around to something good or greater with my business and also just showing them how to start their business, how to make a million dollars from your living room. Cause that's essentially what I did. I, I worked in my out of my living room for two years. And then I, you know, moved up to my my warehouse and my storefront. And now I've been there for almost two years. So it's not easy, but I want people to know that it's doable. It's, it's never impossible. It is definitely doable. So the book is there to help people to understand that the things that I went through, you may have went through them as well. And you can still get through it. You can push through and just make happen what needs to make happen for you. Right. And don't just assume that, well, Tiffany made a million dollars, so so can I. You can, but it's not going to be easy and there's no blueprint for it. And that's what I want people to know when they read my book. There's no blueprint for this. It it didn't happen on accident either, though. So I need them to understand that part. Because yeah. most people are going to think, oh, well, she probably made a million dollars because she knew a lot of people. I didn't know anybody. All the followers that I have, I built them up over the years on my own. There wasn't really anybody to say, hey, I have... 50,000 followers, you can just take my followers. There was none of that. So I literally had to go in there and from the from the bottom and work my way up. So it was harder for me, but the best part about me was that I invented something. Well, I didn't invent anything. I fixed an issue from someone else's invention. Mm-hmm. So they someone invented this process of sublimation and then I just didn't like their invention that much. So I decided to tweak it and alter it and fix it. And that's how I ultimately became a millionaire. Well, Tiffany, can you please tell those that are watching and listening, um, tell them the name of your book. So the name of my book is called The Makings of Me, My Journey to Seven Figures from My Living Room. It will be out, um, the the Kindle version will be um, released on May 4th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And the paperback version will be released on my birthday, May 29th, 2022. All right. All right. Wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, I, I want to ask you too, um, being a mother, being a wife, how did you juggle your time? and family, and work, and your book. Okay, so I'm going to be very, very honest. Um, I would have to say the first three years of my business, my entire family was neglected. Mm. And I was in my house for two of those years, so they were still neglected. Um, there was no dinner being cooked. There was, the, every, it was like everyone was, every man for themselves. And it sounds bad. But it was me trying to take all of these steps to get to where I know I could get to. Mm -hmm. So my husband had to step in and cook for the kids and make sure that they were okay. If they needed to be dropped off at extracurricular activities, my husband had to do it. But now, since I've 
plateaued and I figured out what needed to be done and how I can basically manage them all, now I'm able to do it. So I changed my store hours. So now I close earlier. So that way I can pick up my youngest daughter from her bus. Mm -hmm. um, And I can help both of my kids with their homework. I can um, cook dinner. Like I just cook dinner (laughs) and then I'm on this podcast. So it, it allows me to do a lot more for my children and with my family um i'm going on we're going on a family vacation we leave on monday we're going to the bahamas so as far as the vacations and you know just spending time when we have that segregated time that part was easy because i would just take off but trying to build it and get it to a point where i was able to take off took some time now i have employees that will that I trust with my, my baby when I'm gone. So I'll, I'm able to leave my store open and still take custom orders and my employees can get that done. Beforehand, I didn't even have employees that knew how to do sublimation. Mm-hmm. So they were literally just there packing and shipping orders. They never touched the printers. They never touched the heat press. So it was just all on me. Now I had to get smarter i guess and say okay look i can't hire anybody who doesn't know how to already do this because one i don't have enough time to teach you and two i don't have enough time to teach you so i need you to come in already knowing and if you have you you know uh, some knowledge of it then i can teach you some things in in between time in the meantime but mm-hmm. we can't start from scratch that's true so i was able to get that now so that allowed me to take a lot of stress off of me I understand being in the podcast. We, we definitely understand when, mm-hmm. you know, from um, putting together to the guests, the questions, the editing, um, the publishing part, mm-hmm. um, the, the flyers that, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of work, but it can also be rewarding. It can be also um, challenging but yet it can also be, um, how do you say, addictive to where you find yourself doing what makes you happy. And it's so much joy, so much joy. And like you say, you went into it not on your own, but God directed you to the path, not just to the path, but down the path he wanted you to go. And everything about my business surrounds my wedding. My my logo is my my wedding colors. My my entire store is my wedding colors. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, look, Tiffany Blue," and I'm just like, "Uh huh." But a lot of people don't know the backstory behind it, so mm. they'll find that out in my book because people just think I just picked this pretty color or I came up with this date for launch day or like everything has a a reason Mm -hmm. for when it comes to me, even in my book, I, I talk about angel numbers Mm. now for whatever reason, these numbers just click to me, you know, like we all know that the number one means the beginning. Mm -hmm. So of course, chapter one in my book is the beginning. Mm -hmm. So the angel number that, that I use was, the number one but then there's some numbers in the book that 
I didn't even know they meant that, but it's so crazy how when you put in like, let's say chapter two and then what the number two means, it literally falls under whatever chapter two was talking about. So it was like, it was all destined to be that way. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even planned to go like that. So I'm excited for the book, but I'm also nervous because this puts out my personal life. It It lets people, you know, into what I've never told. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little nervous about that, mainly because I don't want people to pity me. I don't want them to feel sorry for me. I want them to look at me and see that I am made from the Holy Trinity. You know, I'm made from God. I am a, a servant of God, but I'm also made from that. So I, mm-hmm. I was able to go through these tough times, but God was able to see me through them mm-hmm. and I'm alive and well and able to speak and write and talk on this platform to people and help hopefully help them to see that whatever you're dealing with in life, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. You're going to get through it. Yeah. It's, it's really not that bad. Your, your book, your story is going to be a testimony for someone else. You know, right. and, and it's a matter of reaching that one person, whether it's to change their lives for the better, inspire them, um, even save their lives. You have fulfilled your purpose in writing and putting your book out there, your story. So never be afraid of letting go in order to get back. Thank you. And what other advice would you give to anyone else or encouragement to someone who's looking to follow their dreams just the way you did? Okay. So the advice I would give, it's going to sound kind of crazy, but the advice I would give is go for it. Point blank, period. Go for it. Whatever it is, I will tell you my story. I was a special ed teacher for elementary I taught special ed, self-contained, K to five. Um, I had a stroke in the teacher's lounge. And my doctor said, oh, that's it. You can't go back to work. And I'm like, lady, I don't know what you're talking about. I need my check. I got to go. But after realizing that there's so many other things that I could be doing, mm-hmm. but I was so stuck on being a teacher because I feel like I worked so hard to get my degrees and different things like that. It wasn't until this business came and fell in my lap and I realized I just got to go for it. And, you know, my go for it was different because I already didn't have a job. So it wasn't like I had to leave my job or anything like that. But where my go for it was hard was I had a savings. I had a 401. So I had a retirement plan. I took all of the money, everything, all of the retirement money, all of the money in my bank account, my savings account, my checking account, like everything. And I put all of that money into my paper line. I didn't know if it was going to work. I didn't know if it was going to sell. I didn't know if anybody was going to believe that my paper, I fixed this problem in our craft community. I didn't know what was going to happen. But what I did know was I prayed about it. Mm -hmm. I decided that God said, go for it. 
So I went for it. I took that leap. And in a couple of years, it paid off. But it could have definitely went the other way. It definitely could have. But I was prepared for if it didn't work. I was just going to have to suck it up. But it worked. So sometimes when you feel like, man, I don't know if this is going to work. So I don't want to really step out there. You have to pray over it. You have to, you know, keep looking for those signs from God to say, go for it. Nope, that's not it. And if you know that you're trying to do something so bad and every time you get to a point where it's looking like it's going to happen and something falls through, Mm. that's God telling you that's not the right path for you. So stop, stop, stop going down that path because that's not it. You're going to lose all your money. You're going to, you know, lose your investment. It's not going to work. So stop that one. Maybe you just need to take a break. Maybe it's not your time. Maybe something's going to happen and you're going to need that money that you were about to invest and you're going to need it for something way more important. You never know. You may put all this money out and then God forbid your house burns down. Well, before you put that money out, God was giving you all these red flags and you weren't taking it. So Mm. now you've lost all your money that you invested and you just lost your house. So you got to pay close attention to what you want versus what God wants you to have. And that was a struggle for me for a while because I wanted quick, fast and hurry up. Mm-hmm. And God was like, no, we're going to do this slow. We're going to slow walk this so that we can make sure that you have everything that you need set in place. And I just wasn't trying to hear that. And every time I went against what God wanted for me, I realized something went wrong. And the minute that I stopped is when it started to all fall into place. And now I can honestly say like, man, I could have prevented so much of this stuff if I would have just stopped and listened. Mm. That's- that's powerful right there because mm-hmm. you made a you made a good point that we have to look at what our path is and not what someone else's. You know, we can't have that quick fix. We can't have the quick money. Um, we don't get the quick answers because God doesn't work that way. You know, we have to be willing. We have to be obedient and ready to listen to what he says and obey. And that's that's what you did. That's what you did. Like you say, it doesn't happen overnight, but if we obey, trust, and accept what he wants us to do, be willing to listen and do it. That's what we have to do. I would say for those people who have already went out there and went for it and took the leap, and it's just not working as fast as you want it, or it's at a point where you feel like it's at a standstill, I would just have to say in the words of my good, good, good friend, Aaliyah, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. Mm -hmm. That is my motto. I've been dealing with that and living by that since I was in middle school, eighth grade. So, So it's been a few decades at this point. I live by that because it allows me to understand that I'm human Mm. and we do make mistakes and we do fail. But when you fail, you got to be able to pick yourself back up and try again. You can't just be like, Oh, I failed. I give up. Cause you know, Warren Buffett said any business owner that hasn't failed three times, 
is not a business owner. Mm. So I can honestly say I've failed, (laughs) (laughs) but you have to understand that a failure only leads to success eventually. Because when you fail, you you learn a lot. When you fail, Mm -hmm. you learn not to do that again. You learn, oh, maybe I need to tweak this, pivot here, different things like that. And once you learn that, you are going to succeed because you figured out what was holding you back or what was preventing you from being able to succeed. Great nuggets. Great nuggets. Well, um, please tell our listeners and watchers how they can purchase your book and get some of those great items that you're selling as well. So for anybody who does sublimation or wants to learn how to do sublimation, I do teach. Um, I also sell all of my own products, sublimation, um, paper, ink, sublimation shirts. I also sell any items that deal with um, making t-shirts, vinyl. I sell the the printers, the heat press, all that is for sale on my website. It's www.kkwsubz.com. That's kkwsubs.com. And you can find my book. It will be available um, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Walmart, and um, also on my website. We'll post everything for you. Any flyers you have for that big announcement that's coming out, just send it our way. We'll put it out there for your release of your book. I appreciate that. That's all. You're welcome. Welcome. Tiffany, we want to thank you so much for being with us. It's been an honor and a pleasure having you. I thank y'all for having me. It's been great. And I appreciate y'all. You're so welcome. You're welcome. And for those of you who are watching or listening, please don't forget to check out our social media outlets. And also, please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button as we don't want you to miss out on our special guests and our great topics. And we want to thank you for tuning in.